Hey guys, um, welcome to Confessions of an ENTP, our new favorite series, I guess. I have been behind releasing content on YouTube in general, so I was just letting you guys know why that was the case. I was really sick, now I'm not so sick anymore, and uh, <coughs> still recovering a little bit, uh, but uh, happy to be back into the swing of things. And I'm happy to announce that uh, met with uh, our dev team earlier today. So we are on track to um, fixing the uh, test and getting a new interface for it to make it a lot easier for people and uh, so that it doesn't take choices away uh, for people as well. Uh, new features, it's gonna be awesome. It'll increase accuracy even more, which is great. But uh, yeah, it is a thing. It, it, it like it, it's it's literally a thing so just uh so you know yes i made it i i usually do right yes i had to press the go live button so and i have no idea why like these streams like have like such insane amounts of ads on them it's like the most annoying thing in the world I don't know why, but like the YouTube default settings for ads, it like puts them like every minute or every two minutes. It's like really annoying. It's not supposed to happen. So yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you, Silvana or Silvana. I'm early. <laughs> what do you mean I'm early? Um, what happened to your colorful shirts? I'm not answering that question. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know what's with the ads. That's, um, we're trying to like fix that. So we'll get it figured out. Hello, after school 88. Hello. Hello, Mr. Emailed Anthrax. I hope you're doing well, sir. Send me a message on Facebook sometime. And Isabella S. Is that the same Isabella that I know from Goon Swarm? I don't know. Uh, compared to my normal times again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I like my hat too. Yeah. I We finally got like all the... Uh, uh, merch fixed so like the clothes actually have high thread count now and they're not crap basically I hated the old regular stuff so now the merch is actually good so I'm uh, since I've lost like a lot of body fat I'm going to be um, I'm on deload week right now too thank god it's been, it's been hard but um, I'm definitely going to be picking up a really nice uh, sweatshirt hoodie in the near future from that. So yeah, this be dope. A fresh salad, okay. So, I am in the emptiness. When's the life purpose of ESTPs being posted? Probably tomorrow, Hunter. Probably tomorrow. So yeah. Uh, awesome. A, a skinny legend? Yeah, maybe. 
uh, my goal is to have a, a six pack by March 2nd or March 1st. So working really hard to that end. It's probably not going to happen though until maybe June or July, but I'm, I'm getting there one thing at a time. And then after that, I'm going to do uh, Jeet Kune Do in between my lifting. And uh, hopefully I'll be strong enough and good enough to uh, compete one day and eventually actually teach and open up my own uh, my own dojo. So uh, the podcast the podcast is just go to csjoseph.life, scroll to the very, very bottom and click the podcast button. And there you go. That's it. Uh, I already left California and I'm not sharing what state I moved to. That's ridiculous. Not doing that. Too many folks just end up showing up at your doorstep or they ship stuff to you. It's really awkward and very, uh, uncomfortable. Hey, what's up, David? I got your message on LinkedIn, bro. And the answer is yes. I know you sent me your email address. If you could like message, um, yeah, I am doing keto. Don't worry about it. Um, yes, it will be the CS dojo. It'll be fun. I think probably my father-in-law might actually help me do it a little bit, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not eating, like I'm staying on my food regimen exact, like I'm measuring to the gram and whatnot. So six eggs a day for six pack yeah we'll see how it goes um yeah yeah well i don't want a bubble butt so and i'm also not a woman so i guess it doesn't matter yeah it's they're not going to be convinced donnell because it's like it, it's not a requirement for them to live their life. So. I don't know where forgiveness is your thing came in. Hello, Sister George. That's an interesting name. Yeah. Yes, mean like people would actually show up at my doorstep uh, in California. And that was like really awkward. Uh, there's one time some guy tried to run me over. And then, like, he flipped me the bird and said, F you, C.S. Joseph, or whatever. Because he, like, figured out where I lived based on, like, the visual background of my lectures. And he kind of figured out, like, about the time of day that I would typically go out. And he would just, like, patrol that area or whatever. It was, like, really, really weird. So. So, yeah. My legs are, like two propane tanks right now not exactly sexy they're like they're just huge but i could do 75 reps of over of 560 pounds on a leg press does that count no they didn't follow me home because they weren't able to uh to follow me home i wouldn't let them so yeah Dang, the wind is like going crazy outside right now. You could probably hear it in the background. I don't know, but dang. 
and it was like there's a snowstorm too and the snow started coming down and i'm like wow i'm gonna have to put on some chains but luckily didn't have that issue today so uh I, I actually, keto actually makes me feel good. It's not for everybody, but it makes me feel good. But I'm doing the mesomorphic keto, which is much higher protein than most uh, keto diets would recommend. I, I only do like 21 grams of carbohydrates a day. Uh, and I just pack in as much, uh, like 140 grams of protein a day. And then whatever's left over is is, is fat, basically. So it's it's not that big of a deal. So... Can I run 10 kilometers? Yes, I can. Um, why is, uh, why do they skip leg day? I didn't know that's a thing. Is that a thing? Is that is that a thing? People skip leg day? That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, if you're doing squats, that's technically leg day, right? Is, is that a thing? So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's fantastic there, Jay. Kind of jealous about that. But yes, I am... I am buried in snow. I am uh, I am uh, CS Snowsif right now. CS Snowsif. So that's why I'm dressed in black, so like people can like actually see me, you know, when I'm out in like the white snow and whatnot. Like who knows? Like uh, oh, CS Snowsif. He he got lost. Oh, luckily, he's he's wearing black, so we'll be able to see him. So so yeah. That's 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 terrible. Sorry, it's a terrible pun or joke. So. Anyway, uh, maybe it's cultural, Deepa. I, I, I honestly, no idea. Yeah, I, that's hunger cat. That's like my problem too. Like arms is a serious, serious issue. So, um, anyway, uh, before we actually begin the episode, um, I am going to call the first uh, contest winner. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully they answer. So well, let's see if they actually answer. And uh, maybe, wow, something was deleted by the Google moderator team. That was weird. What? Okay. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, because who spends all their time focusing on abs? It's more about fat loss. It's not about growing abs as much. There's tons of other core exercises. So, yeah. So, like, on like literally during the show, we're going to call the first winner live and hope for the best. We're going to hope it works. I don't even know if you guys will be able to hear them. So, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll see who it is. The first winner. So, we're, we're going to call them. And, and see what happens. Um, Jacob, there's no way I'm answering that question, dude. Seriously. It's not It's not going to happen. Stop asking me where I live. Like, just don't. Uh, I don't know why NTGA women call you cute, bro. I, I, maybe you're wearing a fedora or something. I, I don't know. Uh, all right. So let's... Uh, Let's let's see how this goes. I I honestly don't know how it's gonna go. So, and I'm gonna hang up if it like gets the voicemail and the voicemail starts reciting their number because I don't want you guys like calling them. That's like that's weird. So let's um, let's try this. I've never done this before. 
So it'd be like, yeah. Okay. Let's see. All right. Well, here we go. But I'm gonna have my my <laughs> my hand on the hang up button. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. Hopefully they answer. I don't know if they're gonna answer or not. So we'll see. We'll we'll see how it goes. Here we go. I don't, tell me you if you guys could not can complete hear. your call. Oh, could not complete your call. That's bad. That's bad. That's bad. It's not gonna work. Call. All right. Well, let's see. Rumber number. Uh, random. Uh, number generator. Next, huh? Um. Hmm. Who's next on the list? Okay, I got one. This is getting interesting. Uh, okay, so uh, to enter into the contest, there's two ways. Okay, there's two ways. The first way is to go to csjoseph.life forward slash giveaway, and you enter there. Okay, and you guys got to keep doing it every month because the system will tag you, but at the end of the month, it will untag you. So you got to keep going back and forth to the giveaway place and just make sure you do it every month. Or if you're a member, like at csjoseph.life forward slash members, you're automatically entered into all of our contests anyway. So it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this does not require Facebook. Uh, yeah, so this, this does not require uh facebook I, I don't know thank you andrus for that <laughs> what andrus were you guys even able to hear me try it make a call or something i don't know i gotta refresh this live stream page one second because it's like freaking out on me right now i don't know why i hit the refresh button i probably shouldn't have And gosh, the wind is blowing hard. Okay, I hit the refresh. So maybe it's gonna work. Okay, it says that there's still a... Yeah, the winner does get called. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you do need to use your real name. If you don't use your real name, I ain't calling you. It's disqualified. If you don't use your real name, you are disqualified. So make sure you use your real name, folks. I did try and I did fail. Yes, you heard the voicemail thing. Okay. It's cool because like now people can dial in and like be guests on the show. We we got we got this like little VoIP thing set up. It's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, join the contest so that like because I got the random number generator, you know what I'm saying? So, all right, we're going to try again. I, I don't know if they'll be okay with me calling them this late on a Friday night, but let's see. We're going to try again. And if no one answers, you know, I'll just do a couple other tries, and that's and that's it for the night. We'll have to try again on the, on the next one, you know. So, all right, let's type this one. 
Oh my gosh, I hope I don't like sound like a creeper to these people or something, you know? That would be like really weird. Okay. All right, here we go. Here we go again. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen. This is this is like really awkward. My SI inferior is like freaking out right now. Can you tell? <laughs> Still kind of freaking out. I don't know if they're going to answer. Don't want to answer. Oh man. Oh man. Hey, this is. Oh. Don't want you guys to hear who these people are because blah. <laughs> Not cool, right? So, oh well. Strike two. They didn't make it. They didn't make it. Well, got another. Gonna have to try again, huh? Gonna have to try again, right? So, we'll see. All right, couple attempts, you know. Yeah. Yeah, is it exciting? Just just debap it? Okay. Railgun says debap. Debap means don't be a pussy. All right. Well, we're going to we're going to try this again. We're going to try this again. We're gonna try this again. This is fun and scary at the same time. Like, all right, let's let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes. All right, here we go. Who is it? Call has been forwarded to an. Oh, busy signal. That's not gonna work. That's not gonna work. Dang, we got we got some misfires here tonight. We got we got some we got some misfires. Oh man. Running out. Running out. Okay, let's try again. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, we got another number in there. <laughs> That's only the stream for two hours. <laughs> uh, <can you laughs> oh man. Gosh, this wind is crazy right now. It's kind of freaking me out. This is scary and fun. Okay. All right. We're, we're gonna we're gonna call again. What Railgun doesn't know is that I actually called her first. <laughs> She's probably wondering, like, what the who the hell called me? Yeah, that's the new company phone number. <laughs> that's what that is. All right, here we go. Oh, this is getting crazy. I don't know if this person can answer. Here we go again. Oh my gosh, I'm scared. I'm scared. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? 
Oh, no. Oh, no. Hi, this is Helen. Okay. That's not going to work. <sighs> no one is answering their phone, guys. No one. No one is going to answer the call. Oh, well. How was the call quality? I'm going to say bad. Call never connected. <laughs> As if feedback works on that. Call us? Call you? I could call you. Oh, yeah. Secondhand anxiety. I know, right? This is this is crazy. Is someone actually going to win the giveaway? I don't know. All right. I'm going to run the run random number generator one more time. One more time. Okay. And then we're going to have to push this off to the next one, right? Okay. Oh, yeah. I can say that. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh gosh because i want to get on with the show right all right one last time and then uh i'll fit it in on uh either a lecture the next lecture oh man what's gonna happen what's gonna happen all right here we go here we go Okay, are they actually going to answer? I don't know. Please leave your message for... <laughs> that person was there. They just hung up on me because they thought I was like some random thing. That's funny. That's funny. What would happen? What? Okay, so maybe I should... Maybe I should text ahead. What do you guys think? Do you guys think I should text them? Because we found that there's a human there, but they hung up on me. Should I text them? Yeah. CS dial-up. Yeah, exactly. I'm the gingerbread man. Oh, yeah, you do get called when you win. That's That's true. That's true. <laughs> Someone's got to answer. Call again. Call again. Okay, I'll call again. Okay. All right, I'll 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 call that one again because we know there was a human there. Okay. All right. <laughs> they hang up on me again. Hello. Hello. It's CS Joseph. How are you doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you're and you're you're live on the internet, just so you know. <laughs> right. uh, okay. Congratulations, Candace. You are the winner of this month's giveaway. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> uh oh. Is my dialing? I was getting wondering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was here, here just sitting with my brother, my ISFP brother, laughing, and he's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> An ISFP brother, that's dope. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah, um, 
you are the uh, winner, so uh, email me at uh, chase at csjoseph.life uh, to receive your awesome prize. And to which the audience right now needs to know, she won the $250 giveaway for this month. Dope. So, congratulations. Awesome. Oh, okay, cool beans. <laughs> cool. All right, hopefully you don't mind me like randomly calling you during a live stream and whatnot, but... Uh, if necessary, I'll edit it out. You just let me know. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so I guess have a good night, and hopefully you'll watch the show. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm going to watch the show. We have a, a session tomorrow. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have a session tomorrow. It'll be fantastic. Looking forward to it. All right, well, I'll uh, I'll see you then, and uh, the uh, the odds were in your favor for the random number generator, so... Cool, and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night. Uh, you too. Bye. Bye. That was funny. All right. Maybe I should just text him. Yeah, I might. I might. I might uh, text people. Text ahead. Okay. Wow, I think the chat's like super mega behind now. I don't know. Let me hit the refresh button. Yeah, calling is funny. Okay. I'm going to hit a refresh. What a rush, right? Yeah, call twice because they aren't spam. Yeah, because like we had to call a human and whatnot. All right. So I am going to. Yeah. All right. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, she she won 250 bucks. So yeah, that's fun. And uh, and uh, we love Candace. She is one of our resident uh, INFPs of awesome in the uh, in the community. But anyway, if you guys want to get a chance to uh, check out our giveaways that we do periodically, I even give away sessions and stuff. Sometimes money sessions, whatever you know, those things. Uh, we're just getting used to the system, so sign up, csjoseph.life forward slash giveaway, or just become a member, a member and you're automatically entered, and you might get a call during a stream. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, there you go. Pretty awesome. And now we can, like, actually begin the show. 26 minutes and 30 seconds in. So yeah. Um, King Warrior Magician Lover. So, uh, no, I, I don't even know who Harry is. I, I don't even know what that means. So, King Warrior Magician Lover. I was given a King Warrior Magician Lover a long time ago by one of my mentors. It's uh, Robert Moore and Douglas Gillette. It's their work mainly. And they explore the archetypes of the mature masculine. There is not as much uh, exploration of, uh, there's not so much, uh, there's not much exploration in the uh, mature feminine side of the uh, archetypes, which we have as a uh, queen, uh, mother, matron, lover, etc. So these kinds of archetypes are necessary for people to understand when it comes to, 
you know, going on a journey to reach the mature masculine or the mature feminine. The thing is, is that society has often corrupted uh, the approach to the mature masculine or the mature feminine, etc. And uh, yeah, well, I don't watch MBTI YouTube, Kenobi. So what, like, what am I supposed to do? So anywho, uh, Robert Moore, I think Robert Moore is an INFP, I believe. I could be wrong with that, though. Uh, there's a chance at that. <coughs> so yeah. Oh, you think he's a... Yeah, yeah, Deepa is an ENTP, for sure. Uh, there are a few books that explore the mature feminine in depth. I was actually given some recently, but I lost them, and whoever out there gave them to me, please give them to me again. I don't know what happened with that, so I, I'd, I'd appreciate that and whatnot. Uh, but there's, there's only a couple of articles on the internet that actually explores the mature feminine archetypes, and I wish there was a little bit more on that. Speaking of which, we are working on getting the women's group up off the ground. And uh, we had uh, somebody step up from the community who will be running it. And we have scheduled meetings to discuss how we're actually going to be doing that uh, for the community. As well as uh, we're getting some systems in place right now for the men's group. We're going to go live with that first just to see how it goes. And if everything works out great, then we'll go live with it for the women's group. And that's ultimately what the men's group and the women's group is for, is helping people achieve the mature masculine versus the mature feminine, regardless of what we're doing. And, you know, it's very important. So, tight match on YouTube. Marky Mark, you do realize that she started out, Kate started out as a member of this community, and then, like, she completely copied word for word my work directly on her website and whatnot. And then we called her out for it. Then she changed it into her own words. Like, her, all of her work is based on my work. None of it's actually original. Just, like, it's just, it's just not original. Pretty sad that that's kind of what happened a long time ago. Um, but at least, at least she uh, she adjusted things when we told her not to do that anymore because she wasn't willing to give us credit for it whatsoever. Yeah. So yeah. So Marky Mark, don't be suggesting type match around here. Seriously. We'll have our own. We'll have our own product out in due time. That's like way superior to that anyway, with additional algorithms that measure for measure for cognitive focus as well as maturity levels it provides maturity in this index it's gonna be pretty nice so yeah um so anywho uh yeah it, it, it was it was literally plagiarism it was literally a plagiarism thing um but but she fixed it so it's all good now you know it's all good she fixed it um and I remember a lot of people messaging me and being like, wow, yeah, she's plagiarizing you. She's plagiarizing you. And we challenged her on it and she fixed it. So, but yeah, it's not, it's not original work, just so you guys know. So, but good luck to her and her company. So, yeah. Anyway, um, I don't want to talk about it anymore. So... 
Well, people copy each other all the time. I don't mind it when people copy me. Just give me credit. That's all I care about. Use my work. If I put it out for free on YouTube, use it. And she's using it, and that's okay. I'm fine with her using it. Just give me credit. That's it. That's all I want. I just want credit. Can I get credit, please? That's it. That's it. You know, I'm sure she's got some additional ideas that are original to her work since then. That's fine. Good for her. But the areas that are not, I would like credit. That's all I'm saying. That's that's all I want is just credit. So, anywho. Uh, ah, that's true, Project Z. That's that's true. Fair enough. Um, eh, again, I don't care if people copy me. Just give me credit. That's that's all it is. It's all it's all it is. You know, the the type grid. You know, this stuff is out here for everyone to use. Like, I'm not trying to like have a monopoly here. So. I never said a perceiving function could assign value. I don't even know what you're talking about. So whatever. Okay. Um, What's well, a good video to start on? Season three. Start on season three. So yeah. Anyway, let's get back on track here because we're just all over the place right now. So King Warrior Magician Lover, you know, at, being an ENTP, it's been it's been hard because King Warrior Magician Lover and understanding the four archetypes, the mature masculine is is not something that is really well understood by ENTPs. So let's let's actually discuss some challenges that ENTPs face when they're growing up, etc. Uh, in this uh, situation, um, but uh, well, I mean the thing is though, while that's true, I do have a TE function in a critic, so why can't I ask credit for with a TE critic? Anyway, so the mature masculine, ENTPs have a lot of things against, we have a lot of things against us when it comes to society. So oftentimes you hear me talk about like the most alpha of all the types, right? Those are the STPs and the NTJs, right? Well, being the most alpha of all of the types has, it certainly has its advantages, um, especially when it comes to their choice of women, etc. I mean, it's pretty fantastic. And some of them also, especially if you're an NTJ, you end up making a lot of money at the, uh, and uh, as an ENTJ, ENTJ male, you are the most likely to end up being preferred by women, for example, because they make up the feminine ideal of their hypergamous nature. They're able to provide alpha seed and uh, beta need. Uh, so yeah. So that's 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 pretty that's just that's just pretty standard. The thing is though is that you know alpha uh, ENTPs are basically born with beta traits right off the bat. They're they're really good at beta stuff and and beta provisioning and producing. But when it comes to king warrior magician lover, you have to understand that the king is 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 the generative force, right? And 
alphas don't always generate. And one of my criticisms that I have of King Warrior Magician Lover is it's not exactly aware, its definition of the mature masculine is not exactly aware of hypergamy in women, for example. And I find that really frustrating because how do you define the mature masculine if you can't define the mature feminine and vice versa properly, right? So I think there needs to be an expansion of definitions when it comes to King, Warrior, Magician, Lover to really come to a fundamental understanding. Now, I talk about King, Warrior, Magician, Lover consistently. Uh, Robert Moore and Douglas Gillette's work uh, a lot, and I do it in season... Um, season 13 specifically the season 13 playlist which it just amazes me how much this audience is somewhat selfish and they only watch the videos pertaining to their own type but completely neglect seasons 4 6 and 13 those those playlists are, no one watches barely anyone watches and they are the most important videos to watch on this channel by far but they're the most ignored. It's it's hilarious to me how no one will even remotely care. Because as much as we all are looking into our nature and knowing our psychology or our psyche, etc., does anyone care about nurture? No. But I find nurture to be fundamentally more important. And it's really frustrating that people just don't do this, you know. So yeah, thank you, uh, Booga, for, for making that uh, known. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, with that being said, it's, it's, it's kind of a, a really difficult, uh, a difficult scenario for people to, to realize, um, seasons four, six, and 13, how do intimate relationships actually work? And the four pillars of self-intimacy, which is like how to like love yourself basically properly. And then the mature masculine, the mature feminine, that's season 13. So, but when it comes to king, king is, the king archetype is all about being the generative force for, for me as an ENTP to generate much. Now, this could be a real struggle because ENTPs could be deranged or very depraved and stuck in our comfort zone. And because we're stuck in our comfort zone, we're just not really growing. Um... And like, for example, like it, it's fear. It, it really is just fear getting getting back uh, in the way. And fear is a huge problem because in order for SI to become aspirational within an ENTP, you have to get to a point in your life where you have nothing to lose. And I remember fearing consequences from my mother and my father. I remember being more afraid of my parents and what they could do to me instead of just actually like living my life. For example, imagine if I had a luxury car, and oh yes, bro, I am talking about you when I say this. Imagine having a luxury car and not being willing to let it go, not being willing to, uh, uh, you know, realize that, hey, I'm still technically a teenager and I shouldn't be driving a luxury car and I could have all of the power to free myself from my parents right now. You know, but hey, let's let's just be stuck in our, my comfort zone because, like, you know, we had a conversation recently where you know, like, there was a cell phone issue, and I'm like, just get buy a cell phone that you own outright, so you don't own anything on it from OfferUp or something, OfferUp.com or the OfferUp app, like, do something like that. 
where it says factory reset. You know what I'm saying? And use that. You know what I mean? So you could be independent. You know, you can't become generative as king unless you're willing to burn your entire life to the ground with your SE demon. You literally have to be willing to burn everything down. Now, I will admit that when I was, you know, that age, I had a really hard time burning things down because from my point of view, I thought I had everything to lose. The reality of the situation is, is that I didn't have anything to lose, actually. And this is one of the problems that really gets in the way of ENTPs uh, being able uh, to reach king. It's because they have to get to a point where they're really willing to destroy their lives. They have to really be willing to destroy everything and completely opt out of their family, their church, their community, their job, everything all at once. You have to be willing to burn it all to the ground. Because and then then they, and then you get to see yourself as an ENTP survive that burning, that ceremonial burning of your life, and realize that that's always an option. It's the big red button of the superego. You're supposed to use your superego's power, and then live with the consequences after the fact. So it's it's really important, you know. So you gotta. You, you got to be willing to take steps to make severe, radical, violent change with your life. And I don't mean like do acts of violence. I mean like violent change as in like take the hurricane that is S.E. Demon and literally just fundamentally change your life overnight. And just take responsibility. If you got friends somewhere, go be with those friends. Just leave. Because... You have to understand that the comfort zone, like this goes back to the allegory of the cave with uh, Plato. The cave represents the comfort zone. And as my wife Railgun would say, you know, don't be a pussy. A man should not be a pussy. But SI, SI inferior is always a pussy. They start out as pussies because they don't even know their own strength. It's kind of like Goku seeing Chi-Chi for the first time in a long time. Yay, it's Chi-Chi, it's my wife. And she, he picks up his wife and he swings her around in the air and he throws her up in the air except she gets thrown up like a mile into the air and he's like, oh, I don't know my own strength. See, that's SI aspirational. It really just doesn't understand, right? And that's, that's, a, that's a problem. You know, so with that being said, um, they an ENTP just doesn't understand what they can live through. Like, like it says in Return of Jafar, you'd be surprised what you could live through. And this is the most terrifying thing that an ENTP can learn because being in the cave and the safety of the cave is so important to the ENTP that the cave becomes their idol. They worship the cave and they don't want to leave the cave and it leads to failure to launch syndrome. And that's my biggest issue. You know, failure to launch syndrome shouldn't be that, right? The ENTP needs to literally jump out of the cave face first and just go for it. Even if they fail, they have to do this. Because if they don't do this, they won't ever actually know their own strength. And if an ENTP does not actually uh, 
know their own strength, then it's it's going to be bad. It's going to be really, really bad. They're never going to be able to get to that generative force for the king. So... <laughs> So, no, Goku is an ESFJ, but still a Crusader. Um, the point is, is that while, you know, ENTPs really struggle in this area, you have to just go for it. You just have to take this huge leap of faith. But that's what introverted sensing actually is. It's all about faith and having faith in oneself. And you have to have the faith to be able to, to get through anything. Well, what is introverted sensing? I actually updated my cognitive function definitions. So introverted sensing is perseverance, endurance, steadfastness, fortitude, self-discipline, routine, uh, effort, attention span, past experiences, storytelling, and faith. That's what introverted sensing is. Uh, it's also uh, safety awareness as well. Awareness of safety or what's safe. That's introverted sensing. And when it's your inferior function, you're really insecure and you fear change. You fear change. But until you're willing to subject yourself to a severe amount of change, you're not going to grow. You're not going to go anywhere in your life. It's a serious problem. You know, and... Uh, you, you, you just you just don't want that you know they need to have faith and this is what se users are actually looking for especially women they say this is what the mature feminine is looking for from the mature masculine uh from the point of the entp is whether or not the entp has the endurance to basically put up or overcome the pain and problems in life as we know it basically and without that, the mature feminine cannot respect the masculine within an ENTP who hasn't even realized their own strength. Because until an ENTP is willing to subject themselves to suffering, they will never be crowned king. They will never, if, if that ENTP is not willing to accept loss, they will never reach the mature masculine. Not once. The ENTP has to get to a point where they are like Job from the Bible and having absolutely everything taken away from you all at once, all of it. And you literally have nothing having everything taken away. That's like being left for dead in the ditch, right? I use that. I use that all the time. It's super important that you get to that point as soon as possible in your life. That way you can actually understand what you can endure, what you can persevere through. Now, granted, you know, this is when people are like, well, you know, that person, they're, they're going to they're gonna commit suicide if they do that. And I'm like, look, guys, the reason why suicide is so common in our society now is because there aren't any fathers around to criticize their children. You got mothers, like, enabling and being codependent with their children and teaching their children bad coping skills instead of having a father around to criticize the entitlement out of their children by the time they come of age. 
so that when those children go do come of age and they leave the home or whatever that they're not entitled because if they are entitled they have way too high expectations of society and life and that leads to a massive depression which leads to ultimately suicide that is the number one cause of suicide straight up and the number one cause of depression lack of fathers right that's actually the issue but don't just don't don't blame men or don't don't blame the wrong things or don't blame don't blame lack of sympathy or lack of empathy for it. it has nothing to do with it it literally is lack of fathers okay but why should fathers be around if they don't get any recognition or reward for being a father in the first place if their behavior is what is expected of them and if there is something that is expected of a father then why show appreciation if it's expected right this is when i start talking about female solipsism which is innate selfishness within women it's called solipsism now i'm not saying solipsism is bad solipsism actually can be a good thing because solipsism is largely responsible for the survival of our race you know just like hypergamy is these things aren't bad but they need to be managed properly that's all i'm saying they can be bad if they're just uncontrolled or open uh and it, it can get a lot worse but where men lead women follow it's kind of hard to reach the mature masculine in society because men aren't leading that would be a problem but codependent parenting comes from single moms it comes from mothers it comes from mothers and absent fathers or weak fathers weak beta male fathers so how is an ENTP going to be able to do anything you know I mean my dad he was beta throughout my whole life even though he's an ENJ and it wasn't until like he was about 55 years old that I started to be able to respect him he had his own life figured out and moving forward and based on his own thinking etc and uh, doing it you know now he's a pastor of a church he he's a he's a, a university professor he's actually a doctor now got his doctorate which is um, which which is a which is a thing you know what I'm saying so like so Sylvana, I'd recommend you get some real life experience with that one before making judgments. Um, so anyway, the point is, you know, you have to understand that in order for an ENTP to reach king, they have to have passed their personal rite of passage. And the rite of passage of an ENTP is you have to be willing to burn your life down. You have to be willing to lose everything and for the sake of your own personal freedom and your ability to think freely you have to shed your comfort zone you have to prove to yourself and others that you can do it it's so interesting because my wife Rilgan, she's the most alpha of all the types and then she tells me you know chase you're like the strongest person i know you you do everything you can get through anything you learn anything like for example i've spent now probably about nine days learning search engine optimization i never knew search engine optimization before never used it but now i understand it and i got the tools to help me do it and now i'm doing it and i and now we've figured that out did a lot of research and put things together 
and I studied like Neil Patel, Brian Dean, and all these different guys who are the SEO gurus out there, and I learned a lot about it, right? I'm an autodidact, right? You know, I I have I have some, you know, other hobbies, like I'll play Magic the Gathering. It's probably my only hobby that I have. Or I'll watch Star Trek, because I'm like a Trekkie. Star Trek Lower Decks is hilarious, by the way. It's like Family Guy and Star Trek in one, and they're making fun of Star Trek so hard, and I think it's it's just it's great and the main character beckett mariner is an estp woman and brad bradward boimler is a uh, an istj and they're so well written i can't believe it they got the estp and istj archetypes like literally perfect and then tendy their friend is an infj they got her perfectly written and then they have this intp friend tagalong guy that's with them as well like so perfectly written i recommend you guys check that out so but uh but my wife, you know, she's like telling me about, you know, how strong I was. Well, I wasn't always that way. I wasn't always that strong. And I didn't have the priority straight, but no one even told me. So that's the thing about ENTPs. Like, we just don't get it. We don't get it until someone gets in our face and criticizes us. And like, this is why there's this biblical verse out there that says, if you correct a fool, he will hate you. But if you correct a wise man, he will love you. And ENTPs, we got TI parent. And TI Parent forces us to acknowledge that even if we're being criticized, what the other person is saying about us is true. So as a result of that, it's important to us that people do criticize us because that's really the only way that we would grow. The problem is, is that having both my parents being FJs, they don't exactly know how to criticize a TI Parent because my TE critic is like, why should I listen to you? You know what I'm saying? which could be a very jaded form of ignorance if you think about it, right? And it's it's a big problem. It's, it's a really big problem. And imagine like an ENTP being enabled by their mother and the father being so beta and submitting to the mother of the family, right? Within this feminine primary social order that the mother is effectively wearing the pants of the family. The father is not making himself his own mental point of origin. The father has not even reached king himself because the mother is the breadwinner. How is the ENTP going to know any different, right? That's a huge, huge problem. So, um, look, Mr. Prime, Stop talking about that, or I'm going to, like, seriously remove you from the channel. Like, if you want to email me, go ahead and email me. Open a ticket. Go to csjoseph.life. Click contact us. Open a ticket. It's, 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 not, it's not hard. We can have this discussion, but not during a stream, or I'll ban you. Like, seriously, stop. It's a complete waste of time right now. So, anyway... So the thing is, is that in today's society, ENTP men and even women in many cases, but especially ENTP men, we don't have the resources and we could be pretty resourceful. Don't get me wrong, but we don't have uh, the resources or the support structure to help us actually enter into the mature masculine. We, so what we end up having to do is discovering the need for our own rite of passage. And the rite of passage is 
the is basically what happens when you have everything taken away from you and you literally have nothing what do you do and then getting yourself comfortable comfortable with having everything taken away from you and still keep going that's 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 true strength of character right that it's that kind of strength that comes from uh, uh, introverted sensing perseverance endurance fortitude steadfastness self-discipline routine effort attention span past experience storytelling faith safety and strength and you know the the female se users out there they're all about kinetic energy and reality and what other people are doing what others have done shared experiences seeking attention they're all they all are attention seekers right but they want to be have they want attention from men where they have valuable attention having that man's attention is more valuable than this other man's attention because all the women out there want that man's attention right what attracts a woman to a man it is what attracts a woman to a man is how attractive and arousing he is to other women and no other reason no other reason doesn't matter if you have a six-pack it doesn't matter if you have muscles it doesn't matter if you have money it doesn't none, nothing matters if other women desire you then you will be desired by a woman it doesn't matter what type she is it doesn't matter what nature she is because naturally she will want you if other women want you that's just reality you know so you have to understand that like when you're doing through the mature masculine you can't even begin the process of reaching king which is the first one the generative force uh the man who makes himself his own mental point of origin the man who puts his self and his life purpose above everybody else right it's uh so anyway um so okay anyway well he's banned oh well so anyway when this ends up happening uh when this ends up happening we find ourselves you know in a situation where yeah society has gotten in the way but who cares like who who cares about uh All right. Yeah, but I mean, Vuga, you have any parents, so and you have ni critics that so you got to take that with a grain of salt. So because I mean, ni critic doesn't allow themselves to want things very often, and usually ni critic allows itself to want something, and usually often because any parent has already decided that other people do not want or do want, etc. So that your si child is safe to. Uh, actually engage said person or be engaged by said person and all of that at the top of your head has to be you know go through its checkpoints first before it finally gets down to your anti critic desire so you got to look at this from a nature standpoint too it's not just n nurture the standards still exist but 
everything is different from you know each looking glass as we're looking you know at our perspectives is still colored by our types sadly that's why it's in a yin and yang equilibrium between nature versus nurture so anyway where was i so yeah once the ntp has been able to obtain this rite of passage where they're willing to just burn their lives to the ground and realize that they have nothing to lose then they become the strongest human beings and they can go even further than that which is great uh, but beyond that uh, beyond that let's say that they had their rite of passage okay well they need to learn their personal responsibility they have to take personal responsibility at that point because that's what the king archetype is all about being responsible enough that you are producing more than you consume right well that's really hard as an entp because we don't really often we never start out producing more than we consume because we are so depraved and we end up often taking more because our ni nemesis is constantly worried about our own future and we don't realize it's like we are worried about like the next time that we can take again right this is Ian, enfps do this too and so we end up take 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 and then on top of that we have fi trickster so we're not really showing gratitude to other people which really makes it hard it makes it very hard to show gratitude and uh that's kind of a, a problem. So anyway, uh, it's, yeah, Hunter's like, hanging out with chicks makes you more attractive. <laughs> well, it's true. Uh, so, so based on that, uh, we have to be aware that yeah, taking responsibility is important, but you have to, the ENTV's got to get to a point where it's like, it's responsible that I don't allow myself to become entangled by things, entangled by relationships, entangled, like I need to always be willing to press the red button and blow it all away and have everything taken away from me and just do this hard reset in my life at all times. I have to be able to do that with my SE demon. That's ultimately what will protect my ego. See, it's kind of like, if an ENTP is willing to commit suicide, why wouldn't they be willing to burn their life down? You see what I'm saying? Like, you have to be, you have to understand that burning your life down is not as bad. It's it's not as bad as killing yourself. It's just not. So if you're willing to go that far, then maybe you should try burning your life to the ground and using the big red button and then moving forward that way. I was homeless. I was dirt poor, uh, barely making ends meet, actually not making ends meet, actually. I was in a negative deficit for many years, and I got through it. I survived. I made it through. And it's it's a big issue. Um, no, I, I disagree with you, Tanya, on that. No, it's... It, it, if that was the case, then then uh, men wouldn't be so idealistic as to allow society to force them into a monogamous only uh, nuclear family arrangement. So that's not true. Uh, the the monogamous nuclear family only arrangement within this feminine primary social order is a direct result of female solipsism, not the other way around, and not due to both. As much as most people would say otherwise, it's not true. 
No, there's levels of rational selfishness, Mr. Brett North. There's levels of selfishness. It's not just one standard, one gold FI standard of selfishness. There's levels of selfishness. How can you explain idealism in terms of uh, men being the true romantics and women not being, right? It's opportunism versus idealism. It's not the same. So you can't judge both genders that way. So with that, uh, with that um, being able to go further on King Warrior Magician Lover, every single archetype is like a new cave. Yeah, you pass your rite of passage and you're working towards king and you got king, but then you get really comfortable being in your castle. You get really comfortable with all the creature comforts of being so generative within your castle. And then you end up not going to war. An example of that is King David. He decided to stay home during the war and he got in trouble. Major, and then the entire story about Bathsheba and his first son being killed, his, uh, the son that he had with Bathsheba, you know, as a result of that entire situation, well, hey, he got screwed. He got screwed because he didn't go off the war. And ENTPs, when they get into king, that depravity comes back. They're in there. It's like they, it's like they've they've gone out in the world to go get them that really nice castle, which becomes their new cave. Basically, they're back in their comfort zone, and they're not. There's they still stuck again. And then the king archetype becomes their new idol, which is horrible. So they have to understand that they have their responsibility to go protect their kingdom, right? And they have to take responsibility for their health. They have to take. They have to be able to have combat skills and understand guns and knives and fighting and survival techniques, and take how to take care of themselves properly instead of relying on all the servants of the kingdom to take care of them, right? It's a serious, serious issue. And if you can't do that. Your, your, um, I recommend uh, the Emerald Forest for a great rite of passage movie. It actually is utilized by uh, Robert Moore and Douglas Gillette in their book King Warrior Magician Lover. They actually call out that film specifically, The Emerald Forest. It's about the kid that gets lost in the Amazon. It is amazing. Um, so, anyway. Uh, I think he's an ENTJ, but I don't know 100% sure, but I think so. At least on some uh, popular culture portrayals of him being that way. So. So, yeah, Warrior, Warrior forces that king to not be like the new cave, the new, uh, the new depravity, basically. But then, you know, an ENTP can become depraved with warrior as well. Oh, look at me, I'm a great warrior. And they keep chasing fight after fight after fight after fight. And they end up working so hard that they work themselves into a gutter. And not only that, they also don't share with their fellow men what, how, how they're able to get there. They don't. So then that's what the magician archetype is. So they have to get to a point where they're actually not being self-deprecating anymore and are able to help fellow men reach king and warrior just like they did, right? Where they become the magician or powerful shaman, basically, to help guide the future and provide a vision for other people as a result.
So there's a lot of problems there, a serious amount of problems, more depravity. It's how this introverted sensing. So you got to keep pushing yourself, pushing yourself and pushing yourself. And then the lover archetype, which it's not just about, you know, your relationships with women or anything like that. It's about the ENTP's capacity to enjoy life, right? That's the ENTP's capacity to enjoy life. So no, MA456CHOZ. The answer to that is no. So uh, no, answer is no. I've, I have coached some of the most masculine of all of the types and they all still have the same pinings that women do, like wanting to be a mother, wanting their mothers to think that they're actually good mothers. Do you know how painful it is for a masculine woman to be shat on on a regular basis by their mother for how masculine she is? You'll never be a good wife. You'll never be a good mother, right? And then they, they end up believing what their mother and father has told them about themselves because of how masculine they are, such that they end up never even trying. And then they're really, really miserable in their 30s because they never tried, because they had all that self-doubt, right? Due to the ignorant lack of understanding that we have with people here in our society, right? So, um, yes, Tanya, there is, that's definitely a thing. Jealousy would make men not want to be magician, yes. And uh, that has been a huge thing. Let's discuss the mature feminine side. So, and this is probably one of my biggest issues with men right now. This is probably the magician archetype and the matron archetype, which is the third archetype of the mature masculine and feminine. It just does not really often exist. The matron archetype is even far more rare than the magician. But the magician is especially rare in today's culture because of how bad fatherlessness is. The fatherlessness, because children aren't being criticized by their dads and or, or men in general. See, I used to think like when I was a little kid that men had it all together, that, uh, that men had like the strict moral code of being a gentleman uh, kind of like James Bond or the guys that you see in uh, Tombstone with Kurt Russell or something like that. You know, that there was this man code of the gentleman. And because of that, men would follow that code and behave manly, you know, as a result. But that's just not true. It doesn't exist. It may have existed at one point in time, but it absolutely does not exist. And the reason why is because of fatherlessness. And because of fatherlessness, there isn't, the magician archetype is not you really being utilized by men in society. We don't even know our fathers because we don't know our fathers because he's either absent or he's a beta loser. Um, we don't even ever get to see the mature masculine come as a result of our fathers. And that means that they're not able to teach us anything. They're not able to take on the magician role. So at most, a man would just get to king and warrior. And then 
just earn and earn and earn and earn, but he wouldn't really give. He wouldn't really give to other men. He wouldn't really help initiate other men into higher levels of manhood. So, that could be a, that could be a serious problem. Well, that's why we just ban him again, you know? So, with that being said, you guys gotta, you guys gotta understand, like, just how important the magician archetype is. If we don't have men reaching out to other men and helping and challenging those men and criticizing those men and making them into better men, then what the hell? See, it's one thing to not have your dad it's another thing to have your dad just be a weak beta male and not able to help you reach king and warrior because he hasn't or if he doesn't have the magician archetype to help you his son get there but it's a whole other thing when men in general collectively have that problem as the ntp we start off as this tabula rasa we start off as this person who doesn't have any experience we don't learn from other people's mistakes we only learn from our own mistakes and we have to trial and error we need people like ESTPs for example or ENTJs or ENFJs or ISTPs ISTPs especially to call us out on our crap and to force us uh, to force us you know, to, to change, change for the better. And it's a, it's, it's a serious, it's a serious issue. It's an extremely serious issue because here's the reality. And this is something we're exploring in season 23 right now, which is how to parent each of the 16 types and how to parent ENTPs is the next episode that drops. But, uh, the next episode that drops, um, we'll be discussing it, but the whole point is is that it's literally everyone's responsibility to parent each other. Parenting is when I get into your face and tell you to your face how ignorant you are and how you're harming other human beings because of your ignorant actions, right? Challenging you, exposing you, publicly shaming you, guilting you, right? Those kinds of things. It is everybody's responsibility to parent everybody else. I see a kid misbehaving in like uh, at the store in front of their parents. I will call out that kid. Yeah, it'll embarrass their parents, but their parents won't let that happen ever again. See what I'm saying? I don't care that they're not my parents or they're not my children. I don't care. I will call them out because of our inability to call each other out and because of our misplaced xenophobia of a race where we just don't talk to each other anymore which is ridiculous that we don't but because of that we find ourselves like severely lacking uh in this area and this is all the more reason why millennials gen zers and alpha generation are as entitled as they are because not only do they have fathers within their homes they don't even have fathers available to them within society no wonder depression is so bad. 
No wonder suicide's at an all-time high. No wonder women are practicing hypergamy openly. No wonder it's devolving into open cuckoldry. It's because the mature masculine has been completely and utterly obliterated from our society. Why bother performing as a man? And especially when looking at ENTP, NTPs have this thing where it's like, why bother? If no one's going to want me and no one's going to appreciate me, why bother performing? Why bother being manually, manly? Why bother growing? Why bother having the rite of passage? Why bother producing more than I consume? Why bother taking care of myself? Why bother? Right? If it's not really going to give me any benefit, why should I do it? This is the uh, NTP problem that all NTPs have, right? So it's, it's a problem. It's a problem. Our responsibility is to parent each other. You guys all have to understand that. It's like, I'm sorry, but cancel culture, cancel culture is extremely irresponsible. It is extremely ignorant. Cancel culture actually just prevents the mature masculine from even manifesting because, oh, how dare you criticize me? I'm like, yes, I have to because you're being entitled. You are entitled. And you, like, where's dad? You know? Very few of you, some of you, knew what it was like when mom would say, just wait till your father gets home. Oh, yeah. I had to deal with that once. My dad lit me up so hard in the bathroom one time. I'll never forget it. He lit me up many, many times. Rightfully so. I was a horrible little shit. Depraved shit. So, you're right. Cancel culture does not exist. It's, it's just arbitrary. It's just an arbitrary label. Like ADD and ADHD. But, uh... The, the point is, you know, we society is literally crumbling around us right now due to the lack of mature masculine. But hey, if you think it's bad with men, it's even worse, far worse with women. What is it with women? See, I don't even see the matron archetype in my life. I don't even see it. I see a lot of older women out there, middle-aged women. I don't see them at all. I do not see them at all getting into the matron archetype. Let's discuss why. Women are not exactly conditioned to please men. They used to be, but they're not. They don't anymore. They're not. Men are still conditioned to please women, but women are not conditioned to please men. And that's what queen archetype is all about. Queen archetype is about how a woman makes herself pleasing to a man so that the king will choose her as his queen. That's what queen archetype is. See, women in this culture, they don't even 
many times, many often don't even bother with queen archetype. Queen archetype is the lecture that I did on this channel that has re I have received most hatred from. How dare I insinuate that women be conditioned to please men? How dare I? Right? Like, wow. ADHD, um, all they're literally saying is, is you have less SI than what they prefer. That's all it is. It's arbitrary. Attention span comes from SI. They say, oh, you have an attention deficit. Like, deficit from what? Do you know I'm an ESFP with SI nemesis? So it's in my unconscious? It's unconscious SI? Does that mean, like, you're aware of that, but you're telling me I have ADHD? No. They're ignorant. So, and yeah, MA456 is correct. They say, quote, you don't want to please the doormat. Oftentimes don't even know what's good for their growth or their lacking purpose. That's right. So the thing is, you can't be blaming men. You have to make yourself pleasing to the 20% of men out there who actually are alphas and really actually prefer that from women. Women are not conditioned to please men. Men are conditioned. Men are conditioned to give up their life because it is written, there's no greater love than when a man gives up his life for his beloved. And see, women expect that special treatment from men, but because they expect it, women don't have to reciprocate. Women don't have to, they don't have to uh, show appreciation because they were conditioned growing up that that's just what men do towards them. And they don't have to thank men at all. It's so funny watching men think that when they get married, they have access to unlimited sex. It's hilarious. It's not true. It's not true. Actually, when men get married, their women statistically get fat. Their women, uh, they end up having less sex than before. But when a woman is dating, they really, really put a lot of effort, you know, to have that hot monkey sex because, you know, that's when she's got to perform. But hey, you know, as soon as she consolidates on you and uh, you've committed to her, she don't have to try as hard anymore. Ever notice that? Queen archetype exists to make sure that that's not real. You ever watch the movie It's a Wonderful Life? George Bailey's, George Bailey's wife... Mary, that's like the perfect woman. She's fantastic. Very conditioned to make the man in her life happy, right? So, no, I'm not carrying a bread. I carry a Glock. Come on. But, the point is, is that, you know, women instead are told to, hey, go focus on your career, right? You can't trust men to provide for you. There is no king archetype, right? So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of fapping. So, anyway, so women. They don't even, oftentimes, don't even get into queen archetype. And some women out there just end up having queen archetype by default. Some of them out there end up having it by default. And uh, and I've noticed uh, oftentimes that's crusader women 
uh, SFJ women because they are the most feminine of all the types and uh, and in some cases uh, NFJ women as well so FJ women uh, really uh, can go above and beyond in that area for queen archetype but it takes a lot of the other women to even actually get to that standpoint but they just kind of you know they don't their mothers there's no matron archetype to teach them because their mothers are instead teaching them to focus on their career and then they end up hiring me trying to figure out how to social engineer their husband and prevent him from leaving them because they're in their 30s and they can't conceive anymore and they made their husband wait because of their career and now they can't conceive anymore and their husband is considering leaving them for another woman right See, that's what feminism does to women. Feminism tells women that they don't have to have queen archetype. They don't even have to start at all. And then there's the women out there who become mothers. Oftentimes, women either aren't mothers at all or they are just mothers. And then they're mothers without their man in their life because they don't even have queen archetype. This is why queen archetype is a prerequisite to being a mother. But oftentimes, women end up becoming mothers ahead of time. And this is not good so it's not ideal it's absolutely not ideal at all so which informative type is the most masculine oh gosh that's a question let me think It's probably going to be probably ISFP or ESFP, probably, probably ISFP, I'd say, that NI child, just doing whatever they want, yeah, yeah, because the Alpha Buddha, Corey Worthington is an ISFP, so definitely an ISFP. So, no, it's not ENTP. It, it's it's really not. So, feminism equals masculinism. Fair enough, Jared. Thank you. So, based on that, Queen archetype is not, it's its almost entirely ignored by society, which just causes, you know, NTPs especially to be like, well, why do I even bother? You know, why bother improving myself? Why bother performing as a man with the male burden of performance, right? If that's the case, you know. And I'll actually, I'll actually bring up uh, something for a very controversial post of mine that I have in my Facebook profile. Last I saw, I had like 600 comments and like 60 shares or some something crazy like that. But I actually lay out the, the priority system. And this is really important for NTPs to be aware of from a, a, a priority system point of view. Let's see if I can actually find it. Bunch of uh, posts here. Okay. Um, let's see. There it is. All right, it's a really, really long post. Okay, so 
so there's two priority systems and like NTPs, ENTPs especially, end up prioritizing based from a cognitive function standpoint. Like, so any hero is all about what other people want, right? And Effie Child are all about what other people value. And they're both optimistic functions, right? So we are predisposed based on our nature to have the beta male priority system, which goes like this. My woman is greater than, my children is greater than, my community is greater than, my animals is greater than, myself is greater than, my purpose. Okay? This is the beta male priority system. Because we're putting what she wants and what she values and what my children want and what they value and what my community wants and what they value and what my animals want and what they value above myself. That is the beta male priority system. The alpha priority system is actually this. So it is this, it is my purpose is greater than myself, which is greater than my woman, which is greater than my children, which is greater than my animals, which is greater than my community. So in my home, when my children are visiting, etc., and it's time to eat. I eat first. I, if, if anyone, if we're being fed at the same time, no one eats until I sit at the table and I begin. Then everyone eats. Because I'm the king. See what I'm saying? I come first. Because none of this, this whole kingdom wouldn't even exist without me. See what I'm saying? And... My purpose in life is the number one most important thing. My purpose is my true love. It is my true woman, basically. And then I have myself and I take care of myself. And then I have my woman. So based on that system, my woman is a third class citizen. First class citizen is my purpose. Second class citizen is myself. My woman is third in that priority system. And then my children. My children are not a higher priority than any of those other things. It's their job to watch and learn. See, when people put their children above themselves, they are actually inhibiting the matron archetype and the magician archetype from actually manifesting as teachers or potential teachers for their children because they just serve their children instead of raise their children or teach their children. That's what happens. You see? Children are supposed to be watching you and watching what you are doing. You are not supposed to make them the priority. You are not supposed to make them your idol. You are not supposed to make them your god. But this happens all the time. And as many women and many published authors, New York, best, New York Times bestselling authors have published, the number one cause of divorce is literally and uh, and fatherlessness is the is literally women putting their children above their men and of course women do this because it's biological for them to do so it's biological for women to put their children above their men right so this is the alpha male priority system but this is not something an ENTP knows by default it really it really has all all types are can be matrons. 
all types are matrons, and I don't support MGTOW whatsoever. Like, no thanks. So, uh, anyway. So, because there is no queen archetype, you have the mother archetype being around, but without the queen archetype, they're just going to put their children above their men, and they're going to lose the men, and it's going to create fatherlessness anyway. So, what the reality of the situation is, is due to female solipsism combined with a lack of queen archetype, there is no incentive for men to be in a relationship whatsoever with a quarrelsome and disrespectful women, woman. And I'm quoting Proverbs when I say this, quote, better to be on the corner of one's own roof than to be in the home or in your own home with a quarrelsome and disrespectful woman. This is the Bible basically saying that, you know, if your woman is being disrespectful to you, flee from her. See, the Bible's not telling you to beat her. It's telling you to run away from her. Because the Bible understands that men are idealistic about love, and we commit to our women, and we're idealistic, and we love them idealistically, but women are oftentimes opportunistic, right? And opportunistic for their children. That opportunism is necessary for the survival of our race, which is important. You can check this out on uh, with a few uh, books that talk about it within these anthropological studies. You know, solipsism is necessary for the survival of the race, but solipsism when in the presence of a man is not necessary because the man should be providing as the king and should be the warrior to defend his kingdom and should be a magician to help other men set up their kingdoms and become warriors themselves, right? This is super important, you know, uh, so based on that, uh, oh yeah, that's another one. So Mihai, uh, Mi George, uh, Greku said putting their mothers above men. That is really true. It's, it's, uh, something Dr. Robert Glover, and he was actually on, uh, the live stream here. Um, it talks about in his book, No More Mr. Nice Guy, about how men become monogamous to their mothers, basically. And that's, and that, again, that happens because of fatherlessness or because of weak dads, right? Because they had uh, fatherlessness or they were victims of the feminine primary social order as well. So anyway, the mother archetype is there. There's no queen archetype. And it's so funny because oftentimes women either get the mother archetype or they don't get the mother archetype and they end up in their late 30s and they're like, oh crap, you know, I'm, I'm divorcing my beta man of a husband because I couldn't turn him into an alpha, you know, and I'm going to divorce him. I'm going to use his money to get myself, you know, some bolt-ons and, uh, and I'm going to go to the gym and make myself super hot and see if I can get myself an alpha again. You know, it's, they go back in this alpha reinterest phase known as the development phase. You can read Eat, Pray, Love or When We Are on Fire, these books to, uh, you know, that, that discuss that uh, phase of women's life um, pretty well, you know. But when that happens, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just, it just causes the NTP man at that point in time to be like, well, why do I even bother? Like, again, if that's going to happen to me, why do I even bother? Uh, and, 
you know, just that concept of that development phase, you know, the alpha reinterest phase, you know, oh, yeah, my children are kind of growing right now. It's all good. And uh, I'm going to still put my children above you, you know, and, you know, they made they made the decision, but then they decide to uh, to, to leave and 70 percent of all divorces initiated by women. You can confirm this. This is this. That's true. Right. I think that number is even higher now. Right. But men are to blame. Right. Well, the thing is, though, is that when they're going to the development phase, that's when they're trying to rediscover their queen archetype that they never actually had. So instead of handling their queen archetype, which is what they should have been doing in their youth, only after, only, only when they're considering getting a divorce of their beta male husband, all of a sudden queen archetype is literally a priority again. Wow. That's ridiculous, right? Well, shame on the men for marrying a woman who doesn't have her queen archetype. See, men are so conditioned to be idealistic in their love of women that they don't, they oftentimes end up losing self-respect. And that's what happened to Adam in the garden because he put Eve on a pedestal and worshipped her as if she was an idol to him. He committed idolatry and that's why he was punished with the male burden of performance by God, his creator in the Garden of Eden story. That's why that happened. And we see men do it over and over and over and over within their sexual relationships. They get into a relationship with a woman. Uh, they end up marrying her when she's 29, 28, 29, because that's when all women do. And they don't even bother trying to find out how many sexual partners she's had, because statistically, if a woman has more than two or three, then she will be, you know, divorce will happen and all of your investments are a complete waste. You know, so which sucks. That really sucks. And they don't even have queen archetype. But the man is so idealistic with his love of his woman, just like Adam was. And then you see these men committing the same sin that Adam did, putting their wives as pedestals, committing idolatry. And it's like an absolute total waste. And they don't even get to have queen archetype. It's as if women save queen archetypes specifically for alphas only. You see, it's especially despairing for an NTP, right? Very, very problem. It's a huge problem. You know. So, what do we do? What do we do? Well, we have to hold each other to a higher standard. It really comes down to parenting. It's parenting. You have to make sure that you're raising your children and teaching your children appropriately. If you have girls, they need to know that they shouldn't be prioritizing their career above everything else. Like, that's a thing. You know, career is important. It's more important for the boys, right? You guys got to teach people these things. You got to teach queen archetype. You got to teach king archetype. You got to teach mother. You got to teach uh, warrior. Warrior is super important. If a man is taking able to take care of himself, he can take care of other people. If he has health standards in his life, that means the women in his life will keep their queen archetype because he's upholding his health standard towards them. And when they get married, they're not. She's not going to be a, a fat land monster like literally almost every woman becomes when they get married, which is really frustrating, you know? 
And we have this culture of, you know, we, we have to accept that. And it's like, no, we don't have to accept that. It is unacceptable. Unhealthy people are unacceptable. They need to be given the tools and trained by their parents to learn how to do that. And if you are a parent right now and you have grown children, this responsibility is not gone from you, by the way. It's not gone. If you have children who are obese and they're out of the house and responsible, it's your job to criticize them criticize them and then give them tools on how to fix the problem and if you can't do that because you got problems in that area you need to go fix yourself come on it's not that hard it's really not hard so don't be a land monster don't allow land monsters. Just don't. It's disgusting. This is this is SI inferior disgusted with land monster people. Oh, Mr. C.S. Joseph, you're you're shallow. I'm like, no, I have a higher standard for our society. Actually. Railgun makes really good ginger tea. Love it. Increases your testosterone. Uh, yeah. Oh, bodies are beautiful. No. Yeah, and you're right, ND Pura. It is about self-respect. It is absolutely about self-respect. Self-respect is the key. So, and teaching self-respect to children, this is necessary. I mean, literally, this is a, a major parenting problem, the lack of the mature masculine and mature feminine. And here's the thing. You know what's so funny? You know what's so funny about those women in their development phase of life, which is 36 to 42, just about, when they're in their development phase? It's funny. One of my exes is actually in development phase right now, and she... Uh, she keeps trying to contact me and I just kind of laugh because it goes into the spam folder. But she keeps trying to contact me and um, and it's like, and I'm like, we only went on one date and you're still emailing me like two years later. Why? Why? Why are you doing this? But, um, you know, it's... She's in that alpha reinterest phase, trying to develop, trying to find herself, completely went all in on career, you know, never, never reached mother archetype, uh, thought she had queen archetype, but she didn't, you know, didn't what whatsoever. And, and there's no way that she could become a matron archetype. There's no way these women could become matron. Do you know why they can't become matron and help other women? Because they never developed queen. Because they didn't develop mother. We have all these single moms out there who are not queen. They're missing queen. Or we have all these queens out there who are not mothers, right? And then because of that, we don't have any matrons. While magician is extremely rare for men, it's even far more rare for women. Because feminism has caused women to put their careers above queen and mother 
so that by the time they reach matron age, they're spending their matron years on trying to acquire queen instead. Isn't this ridiculous? It's absolutely ridiculous. So, this is one, like, I, I, I'm not even sure people can understand the logic of what I'm saying here. Girls are not raised to please men. They are not raised to give queen archetype. And then they either become a single mom or then they are not, or not even a mother at all. And then they reach their matron years. And what are they doing? They're spending their matron years on trying to get queen. Because I gotta, I gotta divorce my beta husband who didn't do anything, you know. Who because I, I wanted to turn him into an alpha, etc. See he here. Okay, thank you. So because of that, feminism turns women into land monsters, folks. Feminism turns women into childish. 30 plus year olds afraid that their husbands are going to leave them because they can't conceive. Right? Feminism is the number one cause of male suicide. Right? Oh, it's, it's so useful, right? It's so good, right? You know? Feminism is the number one cause of fatherlessness. Great. All those women, you know, late 30s, early 40s, I got to get my queen archetype finally. Finally doing it right and there's no matrons there's no matrons and then they spend all those years getting their queen archetype they finally have it they may get an alpha they may not but then they end up valuing security in the long form because it's like yeah i'm just getting older and then they don't teach other women so there's no matrons out there there's no matrons to push women towards becoming a pleasing woman or to value what it means to be a woman or what it means to have children or to hold men accountable or how to even decide which men are great and which ones are not, you know? This doesn't even happen. There's a far worse support system for women out there. And it doesn't help that women being solipsistic, sometimes they put their solipsism above other women it's especially bad when they find themselves in a situation where they compete for the attention of men around them, even though those men are not their boyfriends or their husbands. And this keeps happening. They just don't have the matron archetype as available to them. And it's a problem. It's a serious, serious problem. So, based on that, we've seen the results of this directly within the CSJ community. We have a men's group right now, and it's got like a bunch of active members. We meet weekly. We hold each other accountable. Sometimes people don't like it when I do that, but we do it. I give speeches or I do presentations, lectures, whatever. 
and we do professional development. We go all out for these guys. And we have the magicians present to get them through king, warrior, magician, lover. It's awesome. But any time and every time we've ever done a women's group, that hasn't happened. Because they ain't no matrons. There's no matrons out there. And in this feminine primary social order, the people that would claim to be matrons don't understand the mature feminine enough to be able to take on that role. And then as a result, the female solipsism, the unchecked solipsism, which is what the matron should be doing to help all the hens in the hen house, you know, be appropriate uh, and a behavior appropriate to help them reach queen, to help them reach mother, right? And be that amazing support group for women. Those women just aren't available. There aren't any matrons. And this is why our women's group keeps failing over and over and over. It's funny. I was proud of my wife because she's like, okay, yeah, fine. I'll, I'll lead it. But then she's like, I can't lead that. I'm really young. I need to focus on being a good wife. I, I'm the student. I'm not the teacher. I'm just a student. Where's the teacher? Get me a matron. Well, where's the matron? Where is it? Where is it? So, that's a, that's a serious problem. You know, a lot of women out there got really mad at me because I didn't have a women's group. And I'm like, what do you want? You just want to have a group where you just sit around and talk? You can have a little stitch and bitch? Is that what you want? Really? You want your little stitch and bitch? Okay. But at the same time, like, um, at the same time, like, where's the matron? So let me explain what matron is. Matron is the same archetype as magician mage and this is explained in season 13 but matron is a woman who helps other women reach queen or uh and mother basically because they've done it right that's what matron is but women are so focused on trying to reach queen or they're single moms they're just not qualified they're not qualified because feminism has made it so that there is no need for matrons anymore, entirely. And so as a result, the cycle continues. And don't even get me started about the lover archetypes, which we talk about, you know, revelry to talk about in season 13. It's just like, it, it's, it's redeal. It's, You know, anyway, the future does look grim, as Isaiah Benjamin says. It's very grim. So I challenge this community, if you're a man, make sure, if you're an ENTP, make sure that you're on the path to King, Warrior, Magician, Lover, or Queen, Mother, matron lover because so if you're not on these paths 
if you don't walk these paths, then society will crumble. One person can make a difference. You can be that magician. You can be that matron. It's your responsibility to do so. But if you can't get past your own rite of passage to be willing to burn your entire life down to be able to reach king and reach queen, then what the hell are you doing? You need to. You must. You're a Pathfinder types, right? You have any hero, which means it's your job to provide vision for the rest of us. And out of all of the types, I mean, Tony Robbins, he's a Pathfinder type. He's got any hero out of all the types. We have to have it. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep, I'm coming. Anywho. Understand that this will come with a warning. If we don't change this, fatherless will not be stopped. And if we don't do this, we will lose everything. It will literally lead to the death of millions of people. Famine, for example. The four horsemen of the apocalypse, for example, will be our future. We need to turn the hearts of fathers to their sons and the hearts of sons to their fathers, or else everything will be utterly destroyed. Don't believe me? <laughs> Read the final two verses of the book of Malachi. There's a reason for that, folks. And that is my life's purpose. That is my purpose. That's what I am putting over myself and my wife and everything else. You must do this. You must be on the path to king, warrior, magician, lover. Get to the magician. Help other men. Get to the matron. Help other women. If you do not do this, we will lose everything. Everything will be lost. And there will become a great S.E. Demon reset on all of society worldwide if we do not stop that, if we do not change. So I recommend you folks reprioritize your lives. I recommend you repent of these things and understand that there's a better way. Become the magician. Become the matron. Anywho, with all that being said, folks, I'll see you guys next time.